G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. If you thought things were moving quickly in the way that gender fluidity and the transgender agenda was advancing in Australia, there are some disturbing issues that are coming to light, not only here in Australia, but things that are coming in from around the world. Christian leaders and commentators have been active in resisting transgender change in Australia, holding the biblical view that God made male and female. Now the rights of parents in places like Scotland are being denied, as children as young as four can change their name and their gender in Scotland's schools without their parents' consent. Kiralee Smith leads the organisation called Binary and has been one of the prominent voices standing up to the rampant campaign to de-gender Australian society. She's concerned these things are becoming commonplace now today in Australia. Kiralee, welcome along to 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. Kiralee, parental rights being thrown out, places like Scotland, and uh, if parents are not more active, it's going to happen more and more here. That's very true, unfortunately. In Scotland, uh, it's now perfectly fine for schools to uh, listen to a four-year-old child and change their pronouns, their name, uh, and how they're related to at school. And that just boggles the mind. When we think of all the things that a four-year-old could imagine to be, uh, you know, and we, we entertain some of those things to a certain extent, uh, you know, I know lots of four-year-olds and my children themselves pretended to be puppy dogs or astronauts or racing cars or <laughs> police officers, right. whatever it was. Uh, you know, and, and play is a very important part of childhood development. But we don't, uh, we don't allow fantasy to be uh, accepted as reality for those children because it's also a part of maturity to understand that that's what it is. It's fantasy. It's play. It's not reality. And so... To say to a child uh, that they will appropriate the opposite sex and uh, that that's perfectly legitimate, uh, I think we'll find we'll do a lot of harm to children because it is play, it's imagination, it's not real. Kiralee, you even think that kids are being tricked into believing the gender-fluid lies. How does that work, this idea of trickery involved? Well, uh, you know, you, you have uh, radical activists who have in- infiltrated the education system and many other systems who are imposing their own agenda onto our children. And uh, like I said, instead of seeing those things as something that is uh, an important part of childhood development and play, uh, they're imposing an adult concept onto that. And what they're doing is undermining parental rights along the way by uh, saying that parents don't need to know or don't need to give consent uh, to these changes that are that are happening to children, and uh, while we don't have any reports of four-year-old children uh, doing that at school in Australia, what we do have is many libraries and early childhood centres and schools stocking books that uh, encourage and promote drag queens, encourage and promote gender fluidity, 
and the questioning of gender, even to the degree that uh, there's there's books that will say that doctors and parents incorrectly gendered you as a baby and you get to choose uh, whether you want to be a boy or a girl. So it's very concerning that these things are happening in our learning centres here in Australia today. Lots of words with loaded meanings like inclusivity. And as soon as a government takes that to heart and says we're going to be inclusive uh, no matter what, uh, that makes schools then come under the pressure to bow to extremist agendas. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, there's no such thing as total inclusivity because somebody is always excluded. And so it's it's a misnomer, I guess, in many ways because... Uh, if we are to say that we will include gender fluidity or the radical political ideology of transgenderism, then we're excluding the reality of male and female. And very often it's the, the women, the females, the girls who are disadvantaged uh, by that ideology as um, males, uh, you know, encroach on female spaces, uh, creating unfair playing fields and uh, dangerous situations for many. Kiralee, the idea that we have a crisis looming right now, if parents don't stand up, if politicians don't get some backbone here, a medical crisis unfolding, uh, propelling children down a pathway of irreversible medical interventions, really, that will last their whole lives. If parents don't do something now, uh, if politicians don't stand up now, this is the sort of thing that faces a generation that gets tricked, as you were saying, into these ideas. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're seeing that there's, you know, a handful of politicians wanting to stand up here in New South Wales where I live. Mark Latham uh, did an inquiry in the education, through his education committee into gender fluidity in schools and parental rights. And it was quite disturbing uh, that despite the fact safe schools is meant to be banned in New South Wales, it is still alive and well. And there's still a lot of uh, radical indoctrination going on in schools at the hands of teachers and other staff. Uh, again, without parental knowledge or consent. And so uh, he has a bill before Parliament uh, because of COVID, obviously. It keeps getting pushed back and pushed around. Uh, But parents do need to, in whatever state in Australia you live in, uh, you need to be contacting your local MPs. You need to be speaking out. You need to be getting informed and sharing the information because it really is getting down to that thin edge of the wedge now where... uh, the, le- the current legislation is not on our side. The Anti-Discrimination Act removed the terms male and female, man and woman from the Sex Discrimination Act. So the Sex Discrimination Act now doesn't even define the sex, the biological sex of people. And so uh, we really have a big fight on our hands and now is the time to stand up and do something about it before a whole generation of children is lost to a medicalised pathway that in most cases is irreversible. What do you think is happening here? Are politicians afraid of the LGBT lobby, this whole trans agenda, Or is there something even more sinister happening behind the scenes where bureaucrats are making the rules and politicians are just going along with the flow? Yes and yes. I think that there's a lot of fear, a lot of ignorance, actually, and there is uh, way too much power given to the bureaucrats who are making these decisions. And so many of the politicians we speak to uh, either think, one, oh, it's not that big a deal out in the community, which 
it really is. And there are a lot of people talking about this, particularly in community sporting groups, in schools uh, and, and places like that. They are afraid because the Sex Discrimination Act is such a powerful um, act and is a threat uh, to them and they don't want to put their heads above the parapet, even though they might know it's the right thing to do. Uh, They're too scared to do that because of cancel culture and everything else that's going on. And as I said earlier, uh, the bureaucratic realm has been so infiltrated by very radical left-wing cultural Marxists who have had an agenda for a very long time and we saw it through the marriage campaign where we warned that degendering marriage would result in degendering everything else and it would particularly result in targeting children uh, to expose them to sexualized and adult concepts way before they're ready or mature enough to deal with those things. And uh, it's very alarming and unfortunately those things we warned about are coming true all too quickly. It's one thing to rely on commentators or lobbyists or politicians, but how about parents, Kiralee? How do you empower parents to have a voice, uh, to stand up for their own children and their own children's children? Because if parents don't stand up here, it seems like there's an overwhelming effort to change things for the future. Yes, that's right. So uh, we developed an anti-PC PNC pack. So for parents and citizens or PNF, parents and friends groups, uh, you can contact me at info at binary.org.au and I can send you the anti-PC PNC pack, which will give you uh, access to a lot of resources, information, because what's really important is to be informed, to understand the legislation, to understand the indoctrination that's happening in schools and for you as a parent to stand confidently in your, not just your rights, but your responsibilities as a parent to your child, uh, to have conversations with the schools, to have uh, your say and to make it very clear about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable for your child to be exposed to while they're in the state's care. Now, you've had a campaign or two running of recent times. Uh, Have you been getting the support from followers of Binary uh, to make those campaigns effective? Uh, Yes, Neil, I'm so encouraged that, you know, every week we have hundreds more sign up at binary.org.au. We have uh, uh, an army of volunteers now starting to put their hands up, people who want to be active, not just speak about these issues or uh, engage on social media, but to actually take the next step to engage with politicians uh, and to get involved in the next lot of election cycles where we can really make a difference. So I am very encouraged, but what's, uh, I guess, common throughout is many people email me every week saying, we've never heard of you. Uh, Something has just happened at my child's school or in my child's sporting group and I need help. And that happens every single week without fail, Neil. So it's very important that those of us who are aware keep sharing and keep informing. And uh, and once you are aware, to then take the next step and to be engaged in some action to ensure that our children are protected from this insidious agenda. Well, family is important to every Christian listening to our conversation today. You mentioned the anti-PC PNC pack. Uh, there's some other resources too uh, that listeners will be able to get a hold of from Binary, the binary.org.au website. There's 
the e-book that we spoke about a short while back about the trans threat to women in sport. Not a lot of time to unpack that today, but, you know, how's your e-book being received? It's great, Neil. Again, we get lots of requests for it and people wanting to download it and share it with their family and friends. It's full of really great information, five key areas and then some really practical tools and examples of uh, why we know that biological males shouldn't be included in female categories. And uh, it's been really great, actually, in the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, the UK sporting body has recognised the same fact and has started putting out information. So we feel that the more we speak out, the more we bring awareness to this issue, uh, the better chance we have of protecting girls when it comes to sport. And no doubt you'll have lots to say in the lead up to the next federal election, likely early next year. But what's your encouragement to listeners now to be thinking about the sorts of values they might use to guide their voting practices next year? Oh, there's so many things in that, Neil, but I, I guess particularly uh, to join an organisation like Binary or the other family-focused organisations that are, are around Australia because together our numbers, our voice is louder, uh, we can make more of an impact. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of... We're working on a lot of campaigns at the moment that will be at a very local level, that will also be at a federal level where we will, again, be informing but also uh, hopefully persuading most of the politicians that this is a very serious family issue and that it affects families right around the nation and that parents uh, do want politicians to take this very seriously to protect our, our children. There's some things we can do to prepare for what is coming. Kiralee Smith leads the organisation called Binary, B-I-N-A-R-Y dot org dot A-U. It's a little like the rebranding of the marriage alliance that became so strong and so effective in the lead up to the marriage vote. But you can also access those free resources, the anti-PC PNC pack. You can get a hold of that e-book, The Trans Threat to Women in Sport and as Kiralee says, joinbinary.org.au. Be a part of what is happening with their campaigns. Binary.org.au. Kiralee Smith, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 